0: You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Ribucci. For anyone listening out there not having a good day, please know there is help out there. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Agile Ideas, the podcast. I'm your host, Fatima Ribucci. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's episode of Agile Ideas, we have a very special guest joining us not only someone who has demonstrated what pivoting under pressure is all about but someone who has absolutely smashed it out of the ballpark Jeremy Fleming is the managing director of Stage Kings the company responsible for some of the most well-known temporary event structures of the past 5 years building stages and sets like the opening ceremony at the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games the set for Ninja Warrior the replica Edinburgh Castle at the Edinburgh Military Tattoo in Sydney, Shakespeare's Pop-Up Globe Theatre in Melbourne, Sydney and Perth, Ultra Music Festival and the Adelaide 500 Concert Stage, to name a few. Jeremy is currently navigating stage kings through the most difficult time the event industry has experienced since the outbreak of COVID-19. Seeing a chink in the supply chain, he has pivoted the staging business to manufacture work-from-home office furniture and now return to work office furniture to fill the gap in the market and keep stage kings and their employees in business. By doing this, he has re-employed staff as well as employing many more out-of-work event crew to help in the manufacturing of the ISO King desk range. On top of this, Stage Kings has raised over $25,000 for Support Act, the heart and hand of Australian music, through the sales of the desks. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Pleasure, pleasure. Let's let's um, let's start off by um, asking, I would like to know, what was the best thing that happened to you last week?
1: ah so last week it's this this has all been such a crazy ride and uh, it's all been pretty exciting but last week we uh we were able to give support act uh, the next part of a donation to them so that uh that always makes us feel great and and i'd say that's up there
0: incredible beautiful um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself um i've talked through um your bio but um yeah it'd be really good to hear you know what you've done in the past and where you are today
1: Sure. So, Jeremy Flemings, my name, uh, managing director of Stage Kings. Uh, my background uh, is mostly scaffold. Uh, I'm actually a bridge carpenter by trade, um, which is a bit of a, a dying uh, trade. But um, bridge carpenter by trade, I, I did scaffolding while I was working on bridges, and from there, I, I moved to Germany and, and worked for Layer, the scaffold manufacturer. So. I was with uh, with those guys for a long time and was uh, involved in bringing layer into Australia, the, the scaffold system. Uh, from there, I sold a bunch of scaffold to uh, to event companies and um, uh, went on to work for an event company. And uh, from there, uh, we, we built a lot of stages and uh, and built that part of the market in Australia. And uh, five years ago, uh, I started Stage Kings. Um, with the main goal of of building more themed, uh, decorated stages, more like uh, you see in Europe here, you know, the Tomorrowlands and uh, you know, the Wish Festivals and big festivals like that, that are a very a lot of uh, detailed decoration in those stages. So every stage is different, and uh, and it's more about the experience of the festival than than actually uh, you know the the, the the standard stage. So uh so that's uh, that's how stage Kings came about five years ago and um yeah, that's where we're at.
0: That sounds amazing and obviously during that time with stage Kings um I can see from your website you've done an incredible amount um of work with a number of really large profile um organizations um What would you say has been maybe your most memorable project if you had to pick one of
1: your babies one uh look it's there it, there's a couple of couple of there's really two that are, that stand out for us. Uh, the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony is uh, is, is an amazing event, you know, witnessed by a billion people around the world. So that one's a uh, really pretty special to us, and to, for, for us to be a company that under five years to pick up that 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 uh, that job was was amazing. Uh, that uh, we're very proud of that job, and then the, so I have to say two, sorry, <laughs> the second one is pop up okay. Globe Theatre. So the uh, the, the Globe Theatre, uh, we we built that three times now around the country. And it's a, it's a really special job for us. Um, we, uh, it's a replica of Shakespeare's Globe Theatre, so the 400-year-old building, which we build out of scaffold. And, and we, we do the, everything from that, from the scaffold structure to, to the decoration. And anyone that's been to that building and steps inside is taken back in time and uh, really an amazing building.
0: Sounds like uh, um, incredible. I mean, I, I don't know how you managed to pick two, but they sound incredible. And um, I'm sure everyone who gets an opportunity to see them will probably um, appreciate the quality of the work there. It's incredible. Yeah. I think, um, I, I know you talked about, you know, you started in a, you know, you had a trade background, you've done carpentry, um, you've done um, some work in the scaffolding space. Um, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are either entrepreneurs at the moment or those that maybe are starting out in business um, that probably think, well, you know, maybe they've got a trade background and they're looking to get into um, the business and running a business. Managing director role is, you know, so complex. Um, what would be some advice that you would give them, you know, coming from a background that maybe isn't so business and then actually running an organisation like yourself?
1: Yeah. You know what? My, my main uh, advice is just to start. If you have an idea, uh, get, get, it, get it going. Uh, it's really almost as simple as that there's obviously a lot of things that need to to be considered but let's make a start now and and, uh, learn along the way I I didn't really know how to run a business when I started this and it's uh, we had to pick it up along the way and uh, yeah don't procrastinate uh, get into it
0: beautiful good advice so I think one of the reasons for for those listening that um, I wanted to talk to you is about the ingenuity, ingenuity behind your business's adaptability and flexibility. Um, for those that are not aware, I think it was around the 22nd of March where you made an announcement just days after the live event industry collapsed um, mm. and you have transformed and pivoted significantly under pressure with, with business um, and products called ISO King. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this initiative and where did the idea come from for ISO
1: Kings? Sure. So I'll take you back a week prior to that, Friday the 13th of March. uh, We were in Melbourne uh, building the Ninja Warrior set and uh, a set piece for Miley Cyrus and Robbie Williams concert at the Formula One. Uh, And that was the day that they cancelled the Formula Ones and the government uh, made the announcement that there was no more public gatherings over 500 people. So pretty much everything we do is a gathering of more than 500 people. So that was and put an end to all of our upcoming income, uh, which was a, a quite a. I'd like to say we were ready for it, but really, until that day, we didn't think it was going to hit us that hard. So uh, we knew that COVID nineteen was happening everywhere else, and uh, and saw that it was it could become an issue, but we didn't think it was going to halt everything. Uh, so that was Friday the thirteenth uh, that we. We started getting phone calls, cancelling events, and as, uh, as a lot of people know, every event essentially shut that week, um, which basically, not knowing how long that was going to go for, put an end to all of our income, and, and we, we very quickly calculated we lost about two and a half million dollars uh, in revenue, um, and, and that was if it was going to last for six six months or so. Uh, it potentially could go longer than that. but. Um, so we had to make some pretty quick decisions, and uh, we within that week between the 13th and the 20th of March, we had to work out what financially we could do. Um, we had to talk to uh, the banks and uh, landlords and finance companies, and and work through how we could deal without any income. And uh, we, we we calculated we could make about five months uh, without any in- income if we made some some uh, some pretty big cuts and. Uh, so that meant we were going to have to let go of all of our staff. Uh, besides, uh, so Mick Jessup, who we'll talk a lot more about, he's our head of production uh, now, chief designer. But uh, Mick uh, Tabitha, and my wife, uh, also uh, she's our director of the company and work, runs the back end. We all had to work through how we were going to manage it, and, and we had 23 staff at the time. And they, we had to start those conversations that we were going to have to let them all go and put make redundancies and. That didn't sit well with with me, and and uh, I wasn't just going to sit down. We had to work through what we could do, and so that's when we started to think of uh, of, of options. And we ran through a lot of things, and uh, we we designed up waiting rooms for hospitals, uh, COVID waiting rooms for car parks, and testing facilities for car parks and things like that, and things we could make out of the truss and the scaffold that we we have in in stock and we use we use for every project and. Uh, none of that really took hold. Uh, it was only a week, so we didn't have a lot of time to, uh, to to get any traction with that. And the the date you're talking about, I, I uh, was talking to a friend of mine in, in Ireland who has a production company, a uh, production company called uh, Flying Elephant Productions, uh, and I was talking to Steve and he said, look, we're, we're looking at making some furniture. Well, why don't you guys consider that? And that, that just flipped the switch and, and I, got, I messaged Mick on Sunday morning so, uh, and said, look, we, we need to be looking at furniture. And luckily, we, there's a lot of very uh, lucky coincidences here. Mick uh, designs furniture and he's uh, got a keen got a uh, interest in design and he makes furniture at home for himself. So uh, luckily we have that and he came in on the following morning with, uh, with a couple of designs and, and that's how ISO King was born.
0: Wow, what an incredible story! It's an absolute credit to you and your team for thinking outside the square. Um, and and I think that you know, although there's a lot of quinces in place here, but you actually took the initiative to think about it and take those steps and make those calls and didn't just sit there and uh, and think, you know, it's it's all too late or there's nothing we can do. And I think that's a a big credit for you to save, you effectively save your team, which is amazing. So let's dive deeper into um, Ito King. So obviously the products, as I've understood, I think in the first month you produced 4,000 items, which is Mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. Um, And you've got a range of products that you actually um, produce. How did you test the concept? Did you just make a desk and ask a few people or did you just find that you made one, put it online and it just started selling like bananas?
1: So exactly how it worked. Uh, so the, that Monday, Mick came in with the design for the stand-up desk and, uh, and we incorporated a part of uh, the design from Ireland for the normal desk. And so uh, we had those two products on Monday uh, and we cut them on the Monday morning and we looked at we, we loved them, Mick and I, to start with, and Tabitha, and, and we sent it to a few, a few close friends. They all thought that it was a brilliant idea and and loved the loved the product and and that was how it started and and we we did move very quickly with it and um uh the, yeah, the next day we were taking photos and had it had the site live on the Tuesday afternoon at three p.m. and we. We did move quickly and, and as a, a lot of anyone that's bought anything off us, so I've been quite open with any mistakes we've made along the way as well and, and we did the, the stand-up desk had a wobble uh, which uh, after a week we, uh, we we identified a way to fix that and, and we, we sent a piece out to everyone to fix that. So we, we, we moved quickly and, and fixed our problems along the way and dealt with issues and um, yeah, but, but that's how they came about. <laughs>
0: And tell me, how did you and uh, Tabitha and Mick approach the rest of your team um, and say to them, hey, we're um, no longer doing these m- massive events, we're actually going to make some desks? What was their reaction?
1: Wow, they were just happy to be coming back again. We, we on the Friday, so I talk about the Sunday uh, we had the idea and by Tuesday we were making them. The, pol- the, fo- the Friday prior, sorry, we had, uh, had to lay everyone off. So everyone returned their keys and took their tools and finished up on that Friday afternoon, which was a horrible day. Uh, but by Tuesday, we were on sale and we'd sold 20 desks in the first afternoon. Uh, and by Wednesday, we had half a dozen people back and every day that increased uh, up to where we have 56 people working now.
0: That's incredible. And I think um, I, I agree with you, the idea of um, knowing that, you know, only days later after you've effectively let go pretty much your whole team to then invite them to come back would have just been I mean, I'll, if I was there, I would wanted to celebrate. I'm sure that you just wanted to, you know, hug each other and cry, <laughs> emotionally. Yeah, medium. we
1: were, we had to do that from a meter and a half away, but yes, absolutely.
0: Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, today, you know, you you mentioned about moving really fast, and um, and and I think you know a lot of our listeners come from a project management background, regardless of the methods and approaches that we use for project um for mm. project management. I'm interested to know how you pivoted from such large constructions to something that is much smaller, but of obviously a higher volume. Did you have to reshape your project management processes or did you just kind of give direction to the leads in, in those areas to just sort of go with the flight and make it up as they went to actually be able to keep up with the speed that you needed to move?
1: So as a company, we the stages we build are never the same. We, we build quite big... Uh, you know, one week we might be building a 26 meter high dragon, and the next a lion, or or a futuristic planet. Some crazy things, and and so every project we look at, we look at differently. We we look at what we need to build, and uh, we, we, you know it's a process of talking to the client what they want, and then we work out how to do it. So we're we're quite a, an agile company. Uh, we have a set builders and scaffolders and riggers that work for us, and they're always doing different things. So when we when the desks came about, the ISO King desks, we looked at it as another project. Uh, so we. We just we we worked out what we needed to do to make this project successful and and we did those those steps. so it's a it's it's a very big change from a stage, but we looked at it the same the same way. Uh, we We have a CNC router, and that's what we we programmed to to cut the desks. We then had our carpenters and our set builders working with other event staff to sand those desks, and we made a process for that and and then and then wrapping and dispatching. So everyone takes ownership for what they do here and 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 so everyone's run along and and uh helped to create the new the new uh, systems to to make the desk
0: amazing it's very very um very uh positive to see the speed at which companies are moving even governments moving in this um pandemic it's incredible to see how much you can get done when people just you know put their head down and and move forward with things mm. so Um, That's incredible. You mentioned at the beginning that one of the best things that happened last week was the incredible amount of money that you have raised through your ISO Kings initiative for um, Support Act. Can you tell us a little bit more about what is Support Act for those that don't know and what this charity means to you?
1: Sure. So as the event industry got hit uh, Hard and early, uh, and it essentially was a complete shutdown of everything that the events industry does. So, the, there's there's a website that has tallied up the amount of people that have been affected, uh, and it's six hundred thousand event workers uh, have been are now out of work. Now that's it's it's a huge number, and the uh, support act. Is, is a charity that supports those people. So they, uh, they, they give support however they can, uh, you can call them and, and and they'll talk through any issues. Now, uh, early days, the government wasn't giving uh, much money to the event industry, which was was really hard to, to cope with. And so we, from, from day one, we decided we, we need to, to actually give back from this. And uh, if we were gonna sell any desks, we wanted to give $10 from every order to Support Act. Uh, and so we've done that, and uh, we're now uh, at the end of the first month that we've raised over 20000 dollars for support act and uh, which which is, is just brilliant.
0: That's incredible. Um and obviously, with the continuing uh, purchase of um, every desk order, you're continuing to donate ten dollars. So um for anyone listening, get on the get on the website and and purchase a desk to help raise money for support support Act, which is amazing.. Um, You've obviously created a number of different products. Um, I'm familiar with the desk, the stand up desk, and you were just telling me before we jumped on the call about your puzzle board. What other exciting um, products you can tell us about? Um, Appreciate if there's any that are secrets at the moment, but what can you tell us about your products um, range and anything that you're adding in in the coming weeks?
1: We've tried to keep quite a, a, an open conversation going with, with our customers. And um, so we, we've put it out there, what, what do people want? And um, the puzzle board was overwhelmingly uh, something that, you know, that people wanted while they're at home uh, you know, doing puzzles. So we, we created that and, and we actually sold 150 of those in, in the first day. And, and there's been other things like that, too. We've, uh, we've now done uh, a lot of different size desks for people and, and, and things like that, but we've done uh, vinyl crates to, to hold vinyl records and we've done uh, wine racks because everyone needs wine and uh, so we're, we're, we've done those. And we're actually today, I, I'm about to, to, about to put online uh, a laptop uh, lap uh, desk. So for sitting on the couch or laying in bed, uh, a desk that you can, you can have your laptop in there. Um, and, and one of the most exciting things for us, uh, we've got, we're working on a number, a lot of other ISO King products, but we're now moving as well into the return to work furniture. So at, now we have corporations that are looking to return uh, to the offices or at least in some capacity uh, there uh, with SafeWorks new COVID um, uh, guidelines a lot of their furniture uh, doesn't, doesn't uh, comply. So uh, what we're finding is a lot of corporations are now storing a lot of their existing furniture and they need furniture that's gonna, gonna be COVID uh, compliant. So we've come up with a modular system to do that. So uh, modular desking with, with uh, drawers and uh, you know storage and, and screens and, and things like that. So we're pretty excited about that and that's gonna be launching in the, in the, in the coming days.
0: Amazing. And I think one of the things that I really liked about your products is the fact that it's really easy and fast to put together, which means, Mm. you know, it doesn't have all these screws and glues and all that. The way it comes together is quite interesting um, and unique. Um, And they look very stylish as well. And as as you said, they come in different sizes, which makes them quite um, good for small spaces as well.
1: Yeah, and the thought was that people can't, aren't always going to have space for these desks, so the quicker and easier we make them to put together, they can store them away uh, even every day, which, which we're having a lot of comments people are doing. Um, uh, for, for us, we wanted to use a beautiful piece of, of ply. We didn't want to use M- MDF or, or any kind of uh, chipboard kind of materials, so we've got a really nice piece of birch ply that we start with and then we didn't want any, any, uh, any sort of tools needed, so they literally go together in 30 seconds.
0: Incredible. Um, that's that's amazing. And I think that what I like as well is the personalisation. Um, you literally found out about the puzzle board from a customer's uh, recommendation, and the fact that you're able to address that—it's something that's quite unique. It's quite hard for large companies typically to personalise that level. So the fact that you've been able to do it is, um, is yeah, really, really positive. Um, amazing. So, you know, we, we know you've made um, good out of a really bad situation. Um, I think that there is probably a, a number of um, businesses out there that are trying to do similar things for their teams as well. There are obviously other organisations that may be not so fortunate and maybe are scratching their heads trying to think how they're going to be able to um, make the next few months work. What would be some of the tips you'd give to people to think about creating opportunities like what you've done um, but for their situation um, is there any advice that you can give for them to think about what they could do um, to get out of this you know get out of a bad situation
1: look I think you just need to look at what people need at the time and, and we uh, an example another another example I was talking on a on a webinar the other day with a, a lady that owned a hotel a small hotel and I, she, she had no she was doing nothing they were basically shut up but what I'm what what other people with hotels are doing now is actually renting out the rooms as office spaces because people need a single office space. So, just just looking at what people need and and if 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 you find something, go for it. Uh, again, like I said earlier, it's it's don't procrastinate, um, move on it as quick as you can.
0: Amazing, amazing, really positive. Okay, beautiful. Um, so let's um let's get into some rapid fire questions. Um, we'll just I'll cover off a few um few fun ones. Um, and feel free to tell time if you want to pass because um, sometimes uh, oh, the first cool. question <laughs> does uh, does shock people. Um, what's something that you do that most people would consider strange?
1: <laughs> well, look, I, I actually like to. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a runner, and, uh, and I like to do obstacle course racing. So, one of my one of my passions is 24 hour obstacle course races, and um, that's uh, a lot of people find that strange. But I just like to run for 24 hours.
0: Crazy person. Um, well done. Good, for, good on you for that. Uh, are you a morning or an evening person?
1: Look, definitely mornings. I like to get up and, and get into it as early as we can.
0: Now, thinking about the fact that we can't travel for a little while, or maybe a long while, what was your favourite holiday destination?
1: Do You know, I, I'm I, I'm from the south coast originally, down at a small town called Tarra, uh, and I love getting back down the south coast of New South Wales. So anywhere down along the Sapphire Coast is uh, I feel feel really at home down there, and love getting there.
0: And what's your favourite food?
1: Wow, anything that uh, is delivered to the door. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> I, uh, you know, we, we, we mix it up, Indian, yeah. uh, anything delivered.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine you probably don't have that much time to do your own cooking with all the activity that you've got going on right now in the business.
1: Wow! Well, look, that's right, I, I don't have time and, and Tabitha certainly doesn't Where She's homeschooling three kids and doing an amazing job of that, but it's a lot of work. So yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of time.
0: Absolutely, it's a great appreciation for teachers, isn't it?
1: Oh gosh, I don't know how they do it.
0: So so tell us Jeremy, how can people get involved with ISO Kings? Where can they get more information?
1: Look, the stagekings.com.au website is a good place to start and uh, we update that frequently. Uh, we're also on all the socials, uh, stagekings underscore au at Instagram and stagekings Australia at Facebook. Uh, and uh, and also on LinkedIn uh, we're Stage Kings Australia on there so yep send us an email we we've always got people on on hand and someone will get back to you as quickly as we can
0: beautiful well just before we finish up is there anything else that you would like to share with listeners a call to action a piece of advice or some or a question to ponder
1: look I think uh, really the only thing again is. Guys, if you have an idea, go for it. Um, uh, th- we will get through all this. It's it's, a, it's a, it is a tough time for everyone, understood? And uh, I think we'll all come out of it better. Uh, we need to focus more on Australian manufacturing. Uh, I feel that the uh, the there's going to be a lot more call for for local made support local uh, support your 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 very, your local uh, businesses as much as possible. And and uh, yeah, let's let's get through this
0: absolutely well thank you so much for joining us on the agile ideas podcast It's been an absolute pleasure um we wish you the very best success with your future coming products and hope that everybody listening gets on board um, and helps you to support support act um, and uh, continue to help you and your team get through the coming months which is absolutely turbulent for the live events industry so um once again thank you so much for joining us
1: thanks so much for having me fatima it's uh, it's been great chatting
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. We welcome any feedback. Please let us know by going to www.agilemanagementoffice.com forward slash agile ideas. You can also find us on most social media channels by searching agile ideas or follow me on LinkedIn. Thank you for listening. Please share or rate this if you enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to learn, feel, think, or be inspired today. Until next time, what's your agile idea?